Hello, basketball fans. Here we are with Dusan Olimpievich uh, for the new episode of Basket News Talks. Dusan Olimpievich, maybe you know him. Probably you heard about him lately because um, Fruit Extra Bursaspor Sport is uh, creating a big, big, big surprise, uh, if we can put it like that, in Euro Cup. Um, Coach, hello. How are you? Thanks for thanks for joining us. Hello to you and uh, to your fans. Uh, thank you for calling me and uh, thank you for this interview. I'm good. I'm excellent. Actually, you know, feeling is great. Um, and it's how to say it's uh, more emotional when you uh, have some success like this in Turkey because people here are very emotional and uh, they know to celebrate. They know to. Uh, they know to to enjoy in, in, in things like this. Um, they are more emotional than people are in in Serbia for basketball. We are very similar. We are very similar about that. So we have a really similar culture of living. You know, uh, enjoying in life uh, first of all. So uh, it's let's say it's uh, quite a it's quite a similar and. Uh, Uh, we can say pretty same because also people in Serbia living for for sport uh, generally for basketball and football here like in Turkey of course soccer is in the first place but uh, um, they enjoy this they enjoy this I said surprise in the first introduction which uh, actually I'm not thinking uh, about it as a very big surprise because Uh, those who are following your team in lately, like maybe last two months, three months, um, especially, would not be surprised at all. But we will come to that point. Um, but first, I would like to ask you about the most recent um, victory that you have in, in Ljubljana, the uh, Sedevita uh, Olympia game. Uh, but it was um, again uh, a late game scenario. Um, then um, first, I would like to ask you that. You seemed very, you know, comfortable when you were waiting for for that call on Jacob Poland's shot because we were like anxious and did it go in? Was it time? You were very content. Did you know all from the beginning? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's always you have some doubt. In, even in this case, if you have one percent of uh, suspicious, of course, you will be you will be a little bit nervous, but I have to say that I have a good, really good angle of, 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 of that shot. And in the same time, I saw red lights on the glass and, uh, uh, and I saw, you know, the ball is in his hands. So I was pretty sure that, uh, that it was out of time. So, uh, but I, I mean, you know, it's always can be something different. Uh, maybe that they, they can see something better than me in that moment. So, I was calm. I was waiting for the for the final decision, and also because of the respect with the uh, other coach, opponent coach, we, who is uh, my good friend, and we have a really good relationship. That's why I didn't want to show immediately some emotions until we handshake and until we go to the you know our part of the court where all uh, board members, sponsors, president, uh, you know, management side. Uh, were there, so I didn't want to celebrate before I handshake with my colleague, who deserved all best with this team. But they were celebrating, right? They thought that yeah. they would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody celebrated, yes. But this is normal. Yeah, of course. Um, about the last stop, defensive stop, you had the Hayes uh, sent on switch. You were switching mm -hmm. everything. 
En yeah. dan uh, John Holland doubled up. Yeah. En Rock was uh, so keen to read that pass. So mm. he closed, mm. he made a close out. Um, was this all in the, in the book for Holland to double up, for instance? Because it came to me like um, uh, um, a little bit impulsive. But was that yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what is the thing? In, in the last seven, in, in eight seconds, it was obvious that they, they will go for this three-point shot. So he came from the position that, um, and he's coming to the guy who actually wants to take this shot, and we know that he will take it. And uh, you know, the, we have a Hayes in the game uh, who is really good in these mismatch situations because he's giving us a lot, uh, a lot of options in defense and. Uh, He can switch. Uh, even when you make penetration over him, it's not done. So he can come from the back and he can block you very easily. So <clears throat> uh, that's why he was in five. Even when they go with the small ball with uh, almost, I think, all five small guys, we we didn't want to go, you know, with the smaller five because we have we know that we have that potential uh, defensive potential that we can that we can switch and make it harder for them to take a shot. And you know, after th these you know couple of seconds, all all of us we noticed that they, they are going for three. They are going for victory. And then Holland, this is how to say this is a little bit the players' thing. They, they they felt that maybe okay, this is the moment that I can go, and I can go to double team. But then when he went in the double team, it was very hard to take the shot. Then the guy passed the ball to to Pullen, and then again, it's a really important thing that. Um, Onural to beat him show up from the back and he jumped on that shot, which was, you know, uh, at the end of the day, we can say that that jump maybe was crucial because he still stole, you know, this one second from him. And, uh, you know, maybe that because he shot his jump, he needed to take this a fake shot. And then it was, you know, with the hesitation, one or two seconds, and then it was done. Out of time. Did you watch the last uh, night's Dallas game? Well, uh, Bogdan no, disappointed. No. Spencer, no. Spencer did just did the same, like he jumped, and then Bogdanovich had to fake. He he lost uh, almost like a second, maybe. Then he uh, he was open, but he missed. I'm asking this because uh, I also know that you you worked as a Dallas member, so uh, in in <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah. Yeah, I did. I didn't. Uh, to be honest, you know, it was a really hard trip, and uh, you know, we were ex uh, exhausted after all these days there, and uh, because of trip and everything. And uh, also, very important thing, uh, we came in this position because uh, we didn't look uh, too much, you know, uh, in front or in future. We we go day by day. We go very slowly. Yavash, yavash. So, I mean, uh, it was uh, it was really important for us to to come back, to rest, and to start preparation for Turk Telecom. So, to be honest, all focus right now is on Turk Telecom Domestic League. Yeah. That's why I, I, I didn't watch the game. I rest a little bit and start already with preparation for Turk Telecom. <clears throat> of, course, of course. Let's go to another late game scenario, which was um, maybe the most um, famous game, one of the most famous game of the season, the, the Partizan game. Um, you know, when we when we sent, we sent the three-pointer, uh, John Holland sent it uh, as a secondary option, which was very, very nicely uh, designed. Um, but then they had another ball and they used it with Kevin Panther. Um, did you did you 
feel relieved when you see that Obradovich is not trying something very complicated, but just make sure that Panther had the ball and, you know, he make a just isolation play? Yeah, I mean, he's, you know, he's a big player, you know, and these games are for the players like like him, like, uh, you know, big names, you know, they, they want to take this ball and to finish this. And uh, if I'm a coach on the opposite side, for sure, I will give the ball to Panther because Panther is the best best player in their team and the, the guy who lead them to that point to be in playoff and um, as a player, of course. And uh, it was uh, something that we expected uh, not out of sets, but it was one-on-one. -on -one. Maybe I was uh, I was uh, I, I expected maybe something from the sets for Panther, but then they decided just to give him a ball and to play one-on-one. -on -one. And then again, you know, uh, everybody everybody remember this uh, remember this uh, last shot from Holland that he made for for equal. But uh, you know, uh, for me, how was important uh, this three point shot? Uh, the same thing was important for me that that last defense from John Holland's side. Actually, many people maybe missed that, but in the in the first parts of the season or lately, you had a lot of late-game scenarios, um, mm -hmm. which uh, Bursa Sport was actually failing. I remember that Virtus-Bologna game when you came back. Um, I remember that Fenerbahce game in the domestic league. But you finally, finally, your team managed to handle these situations. How do you reckon this, uh, let's say, coming of age in, in very, very short time? Uh, I, I will fulfill more your your list. You know, you have you have a Turk Telecom away game. You have Besiktas both games. You have FS FS both games. We have in FS both games. We have shot for overtime. Uh, I didn't say that we will win, but we have you know one one shot game. You know, in in, the, in those moments, it was really important to understand that we didn't. And this is my philosophy. I'm trying to explain. Players, for example, when you lose on one ball against Fenerbahce or, or against FS, or when you play against uh, some uh, big teams on one ball like Bologna, then uh, then it's really important to understand that we didn't lose anything. We got a lot because you push, you push, you push. You know, um, big teams on the limit, and you push them to 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 how to say to. Uh, to be a little bit nervous and uh, to wait, uh, can we make this last score or not? So it's a big thing. And I, I try to explain to my players, even on, in those games that we did a greater job, that no need to be sad about this. Of course, uh, of course, everybody wanted to win this game. But I said, you know, um, hard work ma uh, must pay off. And, uh, the, you know, in some point this time, this time will come, you know, and uh, thanks God, uh came in a, came in the best uh, most important uh, period for us did you talk with for instance onorab after these late game situations that were the he sometimes struggled let's say to find the right decision or maybe because he's a big potential big player you know yeah. he's a big, big yeah yeah it's a, yeah i mean every young player is really important for for turkey and for basketball uh, in turkey and uh, you know wherever i go i'm trying to to make something with uh, with the younger players and this is how to say i want to i want to stay i want to leave some stem from the coach <clears throat> 
from the coaching time in, in, in some clubs. I did the same thing when I was in Red Star in Serbia, the same thing in Russia and you know now in Turkey. I'm trying really to release all good things in young players. So uh, the, the situation with Onurap is one of the also most beautiful stories for Turkish players, I think, in this year. He was in Karshaka last year with, without some specific role. <clears throat> so he came, he worked, uh, he worked really hard still working. Uh, behavior is unbelievably good. Um, and the main thing was, you know, uh, this is what I'm saying all the time to the young players. Uh, the main thing, if they want to improve themselves, is to allow coach to change them. This, you know, open mind thing, it's really important for the young players. So that was the, for me, allow us as a coaches and coaching staff to change him. And, uh, you know, also did, did this kind of now some, you know, shots, mistakes and, you know, kind of things are uh, normal thing in this procedure of, of making player of someone. Uh, all of us are making mistakes, you know, referees, coaches, players, everybody. So uh, basketball is a game of mistakes. I didn't, I didn't see that uh, someone finishes 0-0. That means that no one made mistake in defense or something. So everybody needs to make mistakes and they are, they are part of growing up. I'm thinking about your personal story in, in Belgrade. I mean, of course, Bursa Sport did a historic thing. And it was uh, a game to remember for EuroCup history, I guess, in, in Partizan. But your own story is a very, like, fulfilling and it's a very feel-good story because you um, rose from the ranks of Belgrade. Uh, you worked there and uh, you worked in uh, Servena Zvezda. You worked in, uh, previously, uh, Femepe. Um, so... Winning in Belgrade and that kind of a game against one of the most iconic coaches of, of Europe. How did it feel? Did you feel like, okay, I'm, I'm closing one circle uh, in, my, in my coaching life? You know, it's uh, maybe still is too early to, to, to explain to myself first, uh, first of all, what we did, you know. Um, Still, my mind and my brain cannot accept what we did so far because, you know, competition is still running. And maybe when we finish this competition, maybe it will be some good time. And, you know, I have to sit somewhere and to settle down all these emotions and things. And then <clears throat> to, to, first of all, to explain to myself. And then, and then it will be much more easier for others to explain me. But the thing is that... Uh, You know, the Belgrade and the partisan with Željko Bradović is really something special this year. They they were one of the uh, biggest candidates for winning of this competition and for EuroLeague. Uh, they wanted to make, uh, you know, this uh, road to the EuroLeague through, through EuroCup. And it was like a really big project, you know. It was uh, it a huge project uh, for country for for partisan and you know for their of course history and defense and on top of that you have the best coach in history of euro league of european basketball you know by results for sure we, we, we i mean no doubt about this so uh, nine times uh, european champion you know no one will show up anymore like like him so uh, That was a huge thing, you know, that was a huge thing. And uh, 
you know, when I watched the game after the game, after our game, you know, it was, you know, it was like uh, some flash, you know, what we did, you know, what we did, how we played, how we behaved, how we were mature, how we were calm, how we were uh, serious in, in some moments, how we react on, on, on the fans, you know. It was 20,000 people, you know, it's very difficult to explain to anyone what that means, you know, 20,000, you know, we, in, in Ljubljana was, uh, I think, 14,000, which was, uh, it was also packed, you know, it was a uh, full of gym. And uh, for uh, after 10 years, I think it was the first time for Ljubljana, Stožice gym, that, that they are full like this, after 10 years. So, you know, I'm making jokes like, we are like some Circus Colorado, you know. Today we are coming in your city, we're fooling your jeans, and then tomorrow we are going, you know. So it's like this. We, we, we you know, we come, we, we have a full of gym, play the game, done, let's, let's, let's go to the next place, you know. And then again, you know, again, the next gym is a full, you know. So, but I said also, you know, the thing that after parties, and it's like when you go to dentist, you know, you, you take the anesthesia, you know, and then you are just find what they will do with you, you know, maybe even you can take out some health too. So it's, it's not the problem. No? So now we are under the anesthesia about, about, uh, about, you know, the fans. So, you know, it's a huge thing. And as I said, the answer on your, uh, on your, on your question is for sure. I will need some time to explain to myself what we did so far, but you know, competition still running. So yeah, we will, we will have a time for sure. Um, I was just about to ask that. Um, mentally, it's not easy what you're doing because you finished uh, the Euro Cup um, with not a very favorable advantageous position because you have to play game after game away. What do you personally think about the, the format and the mental uh, toil that, uh, that this brings to you? Or is it an advantage for you to, you know, making this wits away and you, you're coming, becoming stronger and stronger. I mean, I will tell you one thing. Uh, for sure, this, this format of, of competition for, you know, the teams who are making any surprise are very good, you know, because you have one game and uh, it's, uh, it's a huge, these, uh, let's say, uh, teams who are coming from the bottom and when they make any, 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 um, any surprise, uh, surprise, and 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 uh, you know, um, when you have even chance, this format is actually giving you a chance to make something. You know, even if you are with a smaller budget, uh, if even if you didn't have these champions' uh, desires and uh, way of thinking from the beginning, but you know, this this way of uh, this this kind of. Uh, uh, competition now giving you a chance to to have a right to to hope for for something something big, but the thing is also that uh, mm, you know when you have uh, when you have fans like we have right now, um, I heard that it's almost sold out our game against Turk Telecom in domestic league. And uh, they are making really unbelievable atmosphere in our gym. And then, you know, for us, we used to it almost, you know. So we have a uh, very good atmosphere. Everybody coming to support us, to show respect for everything what we are doing right now. And then somehow this is also part of the practice for us. Because on every hour game, we have full of gym. It's packed, you know, fans.
emotions are very emotional and then we can we can we can feel it also at our home so it's not something surprising for us when we go somewhere else um to be honest for example even though that uh, in slovenia was uh, 40000 people but uh, you cannot compare with emotions and uh, you know uh, devotion in our gym so for us it was easier to play there than to our home especially for foreigners they don't understand what they are talking so <laughs> so you know it's a, just a song they are, they were also in the green so <laughs> we tried to make like we play at home okay okay um one thing comes to my mind is that you made a not um ideal start uh, as it was the case in last season as well uh but this season of course there are so many reasons uh, injuries new team covid problems but did you feel um any kind of uh, concern regarding your job security uh in any part of the season uh in the very beginning Look, I, first of all, I have to say that uh, you know I have this relationship for, with the people from the club, starting with the president, sponsors, GM, and all management. I have some, let's say, special special relationship. <clears throat> first of all, we have one big uh, historical thing. Last year, when when I came, uh, it was uh, zero Euro Cup uh, wins. Then we made three or four. The first one was actually first one in Europe in history. So. Uh, we made already some big things like Karšaka away, Fener at home last year. Uh, with all these things, we again make really made a really good financial thing because we cut some players, we brought some players. In the end, when we calculated everything, it was less than on the beginning how they planned. And not just that, we stay in the league with authority, and we not just stay. Almost we go to playoff. We we were ninth place and. Uh, it was enough to continue with the euro cup for one more year so uh, then they decide to sign with me three years contract and uh, you know our relationship was on um, some very high level and it's more than than just president sponsors board members gm and coach it's become more friendly <clears throat> like you know like a family but really all of us in the club uh, uh, from all sides including uh, everybody are you know everybody doing this job with uh, honestly from you know bottom of our hearts and you know you can feel it on the court you can feel in the locker room you can feel in our offices on the trips and that's why we are saying that we are like a family actually so uh, you know uh, when we when we started with uh, not good let's say so so results i think they they even even in those bad times for us they they had the trust in me um uh, and uh, i'm really grateful for that because this is something really rarely you cannot find a lot um that you know coach has that kind of uh, trust from the people in the club and uh, you know this trust is uh, you know uh, is coming from you know in both directions from my side and i think and i can see that it also is coming from their side to me so this is really important for every coach to have this uh, peaceful thing in in his minds about about his job and uh, i mean gm already know that that my system is not easy that my system is not uh, that it's not something that you can prepare in one month and uh, i mean i got uh, a lot of uh, trust also from his side and you know he knows that for complicated system you need the time to settle down everything we change almost uh, uh, all team comparing with uh, last year and you know it was 
I mean, I have to mention this. <clears throat> it was almost the same thing like last year. We struggled to find, you know, good things and to start to win. But then uh, FIBA windows came. We had uh, almost two weeks, I think, to, to, to work hard. We, we worked like a crazy. Um, all players worked like a crazy. And then after that, we just go like this, you know, up in the sky. So it was, you know, we start to play, we start to win. Then, you know, no matter who is in the game or out, it was, you know, system settled down. Everybody knows their roles. Everybody knows what they need to do. Everybody knows their job. So it was, after that, it was easy to be their coach. The same thing, it was something, I mean, similar. It was this year, you know, we struggle, we practice, the system set, uh, is there, but not still uh, some of the players, uh, let's say, wasn't good fit for us, but then we changed also some things. And uh, again, FIBA windows. And again, we have uh, 10 days of practices. And then after that, it was, you know, like, wow, you know, we start to, we start to make this, you know, unbelievable series after that. This is the first time that I hear from a coach or an <laughs> administrator of a club that says that FIBA Windows actually work for us. Help us, help us, you know, this, you know, I'm for FIBA Windows if I don't have players in national team. You know. This year it was only on Uralp. Uh, on the beginning for FIBA Windows, it was Kevarius Hayes. He was late for practices two weeks because he was on with the national team. But, you know, this year was good. Yeah. Um... I will ask something, uh, actually, uh, maybe that doesn't make uh, sense at all, but you had Alaric, Alaric Freeman as your primary ball handler and, uh, you know, uh, leader for it. So he went to Ceska, and uh, there are some other players also left, Egeman Güven left, Dragan Milosaljevic, Anthony Brown. But after Freeman left, um, things kind of get better. It's, it's, of course, not very... Realistic to you know make a correlation, uh, but how did the team respond? How 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 did you reckon this um, development after Freeman left? I mean, as you saw, it's not some uh, big smart to say when he left. Uh, we start to play better because it was uh, you know the guys who were maybe some shadow of him. Uh, they took they took this uh, responsibility in that moment. They 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 you know they 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 used just they used this this uh, moment. Uh, I knew it. Everybody knew it in our club that uh, from the time even when Alec was in uh, with us, we knew that we have a lot of good players also there. But somehow they were in his shadow, and maybe that's why that's why it was a little bit problem to find their rhythm and you know everything else so for me it's better to to not talk about these times before uh with all due respect uh with Alaric Freeman but I think that uh, you know the players who are right now they deserve it to, to talk about them so Uh, all, all you know, foreigners and uh, domestic players took that you know chance and let's start to play. And with this smaller rotation, we start to play better. <clears throat> On you know top of that, we were looking some good guy with a good behavior who can come and who can help us not only as a as a player but also as a person. So with a good you know personality, with a good characteristic as a, as a, as a, as, a, as a person. And then we found, uh, and then we found uh, uh, John Holland because of this situation in Russia. We took him from Munich. It was, <clears throat> it was, 
very good thing. So, yeah, so things th things become better after 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 uh, you know Alric left. Okay, um, this this issue is a little bit technical, but um, I am actually interested in those. <clears throat> you said that your system is hard, which is which is very true, and uh, not easy to adapt. Let's say by every player. I mean, you should have chosen to play a pick and roll um, heavy dominant team or maybe you you could have used very generic place like everybody uses Miami Chicago actions uh, this these actions are everybody used but instead you you go like very complicated very sophisticated off screen based uh, kind of an offensive model um, and You know, we see double wear pin downs and stuff like that, which is not very um, like easy to to even dare to do such things. Where does the inspiration come from? Um, is this your offensive model that you have? You know, uh, have a perfect model in your in your mind? Thank you, thank you for this question. You know, uh, because you know people can, cannot recognize this if. They are not involved that much like you. <clears throat> They cannot recognize these things. Uh, thank you really for this. Look, our playbook is almost uh, 50 sets. You know, we have 50 calls for different things. Uh, from one set, we can have uh, more than five options. Um, but the thing is that you know every coach can make uh, 50 or 100 sets. But the thing is that I'm really. Uh, paying attention a lot for spacing and timing, and uh, we are working. Uh, we are working really hard with those sets. We are pushing them uh, to adapt on uh, different uh, uh, defenses and different kind of uh, defenses. Uh, and uh, you know, again and again, we will repeat and we will repeat again, and then it will be something normal uh, to react in a first, a second. On, uh, and to adapt on some other other differences. Uh, for me, uh, this thing, time of reaction, it's really important. And I always bold this to my to my player. You know, like I bold this line. You know, time of reaction, how fast we will react will determine us how we will be good in offense. Because defense can surprise you with this and this, and uh, you know the different things they can change. Uh, but your mind needs to be set up on uh, on some surprises so uh, you know i i'm doing a lot i'm doing a lot with the team uh five on zero uh, uh with our sets and trying to explain them uh different different things uh, how it can be so i'm really paying attention a lot for spacing and timing which i think in modern basketball is most important thing uh Uh, why we cannot go with the simple sets? We cannot go with the simple sets because uh, then it will be individual thing. You will give him one uh, one screen, he will go off, you know, and uh, he will take the ball, and then one on one will start it. I think when you have good individuals like we have, we have really talented players. But when you when you give them something complicated with a lot of motions and these uh, flow things in in offense. Then with this talent, they can be like a bomb, you know. In some moment, everybody can have a ball and everybody can be in this situation to shoot. So when you mix every, uh, everything of these with their confidence right now, and of course with their talent, you have this that Euro Cup pronoun 
counts as one of the best offensive uh, teams in the history of modern Euro Cup, like, you know, Euro Cup in, in this format. So they have different ca categories to calculate this. For sure, we are not with, uh, you know, by points, average points per game, but, you know, they, they calculate it, uh, for example, how many um, open shots we have from the sets, uh, you know, very small number of contest shots, um, how many offenses we have uh, during one game, uh, also, there is other other things like percentages, all, of course, points and other things. But you know, uh, by that they pronounce us as the best offensive offensive team in Euro Cup. They said in history, in history of modern Euro Cup. But you know, we struggle on other side because of this rotation with the defense. So that's why it's not, uh, you know, it's not too much like uh, you know uh, important right now. Yeah, that's a very good point, actually, because uh, you are the uh, on on paper um, point per position. You're you're at the top, you're at the top. But there are other things to to consider. And I've been in Euro Cup business like maybe ten years or maybe more. Yeah, I don't remember many teams that uh, now I'm thinking about. Um, maybe that Himki team uh, with the Kurtonites team that was a really good offensive team, and uh, there were some some others. But this team is um, very special. Um, how did you convince the players? Because the players came just this season and they came from different different places. Like Kevarusais came, David Dujinski came uh, from very different places. How did you convince John Holland? He still struggles with the some sets. Uh, I see he got confused. And how did you convince them? When I'm selecting the team and when I'm making roster, the, the, there is some categories and the things that, they are really important for me. Of course, when I'm calling for someone to, to have some information, for sure it's his basketball uh, talent and skills on the first place. We will not call to check some things if we, if we don't like him as a player, of course. But <clears throat> immediately after that, on the second place is his behavior, work ethic, is he coachable or not? Uh, how is he for, for atmosphere and the chemistry in the locker room? <clears throat> uh, good guy or bad guy uh, habits out of court likes you know parties and everything or he is professional uh, does he has problem with uh, with uh, you know alcohol and other things mm -hmm. he takes about uh, take care about his body or not um, living uh, professional life. So all these kind of things I'm calling, you know, I'm calling their assistant coaches, their coaches, I'm calling their cleaning ladies from the apartments. I'm making jokes about this, but, you know, I'm really calling a lot of uh, lot of phones before I call him personally. I didn't sign any player that I didn't talk with him personally before. When, you know, we have some name on the table, we check everything and then I'm calling him personally. To explain him where he's coming and what he can expect. Can we have a problem because of that or not? Because I know that I'm not also easy handle coach uh, with my approach and yelling. Uh, but the thing is that we made unbelievably good team this year. You know, we made uh, unbelievable good characters. We have a uh, unbelievable approach as a professionals that maybe not maybe for sure I didn't have something like this in my life so far 
all of them, foreigners and domestic players are so good with the work ethic, uh, with uh, receiving information, taking care about that, taking care about their bodies, taking care about, you know, uh, their fats and recovery process, taking care about informations we are giving them, you know, <clears throat> how to proceed. Um, also very coachable. As I said, the main thing, all of them, they want, they allow us and me as a coach and my coaching staff to change them and really take care about our game. So it wasn't, you know, problematic for me or hard to convince them, hey, you need to learn this and this and we need that much of sets or something. Because believe me, when we finish scouting, they know, uh, sometimes they know more sets of opponents than I swear than, than you know, opponent players, their own, you know, sets. So this is a huge thing. This is not a small thing. I have some, you know, clinics when I was as a lecturer. And they asked me, coach, in selection of the team, what do you think, what is the most important? What, uh, what is the thing to, uh, to, define, to define price? I said everything. I said really everything, all of this. How he take care about his body, how he will recover, how he will work. Work ethic is really important. Professional life or not. Uh, chemistry in a locker room. IQ basketball, you know, basketball IQ, small or big, also very important thing. He can be the smartest guy on the world out of basketball, but believe me, basketball IQ is another IQ. I mean, sport IQ is another IQ. Uh, uh, what, he's, what, what he wants to eat, you know, during the season, on the game day, before the game, and, you know, all these things. And, of course, talent and skills are, on, you know, priority. But when they ask me why someone is 1 million and someone is... 500, but this guy, 500 is a better player than this guy. I said, most probably he was with some coach and, you know, then bad information circling about him, about his behavior or, you know, character or something. And then because of that, he cannot take bigger money. This is what I'm, this is what I'm telling to my players. Don't chase money, chase career. Money will come. If you chase money, career will never come. Maybe you will take in one year, but, you know, that's it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For instance, Dave Dujinski, he has a really, really big basketball IQ, and uh, and the the double um, double bigs playing outside the perimeter, um, those kind of sets are only can played with with really uh, clever basketball IQ guys. So um, that's a big. No, the, 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 yeah, the thing is also that I'm saying to my players, you know. There is no player in, in the world, in Europe, you know, that, that, that we cannot say he's, you know, ideal, you know, he has everything. There is no such a player like that, you know, you cannot find something like this. All of players have some problems, some things that they have some, you know, like, uh, let's say minuses. But what is the difference between EuroLeague, Euro Cup, some other, you know, not, you know, not good player for Euro, Euro competition or some domestic or second division player? The main difference is, this guy in EuroLeague will not do what he doesn't know. He will not show you what he doesn't know. He will not force that. He will play only what he knows. And he's best in that. So right now, Dave Dujinski is doing this. You know, he, he plays only what he knows. With no extra moves. With no extra dribbles. With uh, using only his pluses. You cannot see minuses of him. This is, this is really important. And he improved himself a lot, of course. Yeah. Um, do you do you enjoy life in 
Bursa because it's a big city uh, still, but it's not as big as Istanbul. Uh, I don't know the comparison about the Belgrade, but does living in Bursa helps you to concentrate and you and your the players uh, to what they do because um, it's not like living in Istanbul. I believe uh, the traffic is like not in, in Istanbul, so you can go to job your workplace like relatively faster and stuff like that. I mean, honestly, I run in Istanbul for good season, you know, Bursa can help me more, uh, especially because during the season, I'm not the guy who will uh, look for some, you know, uh, good life out of, let's say, out of the gym, you know, uh, maybe seems like a crazy, the, the, the thing that I'm saying right now, but, you know, my family is here, I'm spending, uh, most of the time I'm spending in the gym. Uh, my family also suffering because of that, because, uh, you know, when you have two practices per day or one practice per day, it's not only practice. I'm coming before a couple of hours, I'm staying after the practice and also preparation for the games. You know, even when I'm home, I'm working on laptop, I'm working, you know, preparing uh, preparing opponent teams. So for me, I, I really, for successful season, I don't need to be in Istanbul. I mean, I can be in any city. Family is with me, we are enjoying in Bursa. People are so, I mean, really, they are nice. They accept us as, uh, you know, their own people here in Bursa. I have this big help from, uh, from management sponsor and president side. Uh, trying to make me happy here in, uh, and they are very successful in this. I'm really happy. And, you know, also you have this Uludai mountain. It's, uh, you know, 45 minutes from my home. You have seaside, you know, 15, 20 minutes from my home. And, uh, you know, it's a good, big, nice city. I have everything for the kids and my family, what I need. Uh, it's big enough to have everything. And it's not huge like Istanbul to lose your time in traffic. So, uh, I'm really happy here, really. I'm enjoying Immersa right now. I know you're not right now. I'm enjoying from the first day. Yeah. Are you? Um, I know that you're into coffees, but are you into Iskander too? Iskander kebab? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, I tried everything from the food in Turkey, but there is a couple of things that are most famous here in Bursa. So I'm, I'm going there. I'm the guy who, believe me, I, I work uh, a lot. I mean, uh, practice, I practice too much from my side, you know, personally, because it's easier for me to go in the gym in some lifting room and uh, to kick out everything what I uh, add, you know, but, you know, I cannot control myself with eating, you know, so it's easier for me, especially desserts. So here in Turkey, it's terrible for me, you know, because I cannot, I cannot resist. And that's why I'm on the trade meal all the time. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, um, coming to very end, but just uh, maybe two questions, maybe quick ones. Andorra. Everybody is thinking like, okay, we have Andorra now. We have a realistic chance to win the title, but not so fast because that team is you know, trying to survive in the ACB and trying to uh, make it to Euroleague. So that makes them really dangerous. What 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 is your um, let's say, expectations from that game, I, I believe it's not going to be easy. Yeah, for sure it's not easy because in semi-final you cannot be accidental. You, you have to deserve it to be, to, to be in, in semi-final. They kick out. First of all, let's not forget that they were fourth place in the group. We were seventh. Don't forget that uh, they kick out Budućnost. They kick out Gran Canaria. 
they have troubles in, 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 in ACB League, in Spanish League. Uh, they're fighting for staying in the league, but also don't forget they changed the coach because of results. Uh, don't forget the AC that uh, the thing that ACB is uh, most probably best league in Europe, domestic league in Europe. Uh, I, I, I can say that Turkish league is uh, immediately after that, right away after that. But for me, I think, you know, Spanish league is on the first place. Very hard, very difficult league to play. Uh, who's not uh, fighting for staying in the league. These teams are fighting for going to play off. Uh, great coaches, great players, unbelievable, you know, quality of the league. So for me, this is a difficult and uh, important game, not less than uh, these previous two. Uh, and, you know, we came in this position because we were serious. We came in these positions because we, we didn't think about two steps in front. Uh, we came in this position because we were thinking only about, you know, the next next thing. So, believe me, right now, uh, I have Turk Telecom and then uh, preparation will start uh, for, for, for Andorra. Um, lucky for us, they have also a game on Saturday, like we have. So, how is it for us? It's the same thing for them. Okay. Um, well, one one last uh, question is there is the Turkish players, the domestic players. Um, from the day that you you arrived in Bursa, we see uh, these players are coming of age. You know, Amerutkal uh, is making great uh, defense, creating uh, big contribution from the bench. We also saw at times Tarek Sezgün coming into to rotation uh, out of necessity. Maybe he had some hard games, but... Uh, and also, uh, Onur Alp is, uh, of course, uh, developing a lot. What is your... Um, you Matt in Turin also, you know. Don't Turin? forget Matt in Turin. Is, yeah. Matt in Turin also doing Turin. great. You know. Yeah, uh, exactly. Um, do you see a mission in yourself to develop these players as a coach uh, as well? Because I see that. Absolutely, because you know, uh, I did it. I did it also uh, last year. You know, um, Ou Savas. Uh, when I came, he was in one shape. Then when we finish, uh, you remember how he finished uh, this season, and of course he got some better, uh, you know, opportunities for him and for his future. So I think that in in in. Um, in every league, domestic players are most important things because this is the soul and heart of every club, you know. They understand this country better than us. They understand, I mean, better than us, than us foreigners, I'm, I'm saying. Uh, they understand, you know, these people, language. This is their territory. This is their country. They need to stay here. <clears throat> uh, we're coming here to help them. Uh, me, as a coach, personally, I am loyal to the club that I'm going that much that I'm I start to think like this is my club, this is my country, and I'm, you know, I'm, 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 um, I'm observing things like this, and I'm, I'm looking on the things like that. So, uh, from the beginning, I'm trying to explain how they are important for the club because there is no success without domestic players. Okay, everybody have foreigners, and everybody can find good foreigners, but good domestic players 
who wants to improve themselves, who wants to be better at the end of the season than on the on the beginning of the season. Uh, good domestic players who wants to contribute on every every game, who wants to give something to the team. This is really important. I'm lucky also for that that my domestic players show uh, uh, show some desire to to improve themselves, and I can say, hundred uh, percent, they are not same players on the beginning and right now. They improve a lot. They work really hard. As I said, it's not easy even on my practices. And I'm really thankful that, that they accept their roles, uh, the way of practicing, playing, which is really important to have defined roles also. So what they are giving to me, uh, I respecting that. And then, you know, I'm giving to them something. Well, coach, um, personally, um, I would like to thank you for this interview because it was intense. I learned a lot in the process as well. And uh, you really, when you answer something, you really answer something. So thank you for that. Thank you for giving your time, your precious time in this in the schedule. Um, so uh, thank you for all. And I hope that you, you're going to make it. And I'm quite sure that you're going to make it to the Turkish playoffs. And Uh, good luck uh, with, the, with the remaining games in Euro Cup because I believe that uh, you're gonna make it to the final. Uh, so thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 